Welcome to Kind World from WBUR. Today's story is about Alice Saunders, who grew up in New Hampshire in a house on top of a hill near a pond. I spent most of my childhood outside with like my feet in the water digging for frogs and tadpoles um, with like salamanders in my overall pockets. That idyllic childhood was interrupted when Alice was in middle school and her parents decided to divorce. After that, she lived with her dad. R.P.R. Saunders, better known as R.P., and they became a tight pair, legal aid lawyer and his teenage daughter. A 15-year-old living in small town New Hampshire, and I liked punk rock, and no one else did. And so my dad would drive me to Boston so I could go to concerts, and he would sit in the parking lot and like read the New York Times and wait for me. He never would admit that he liked the music, but then I'd put it on in the car, and he would tap the steering wheel like in time with the beat. <laughs> They had a dinner date every Thursday night. I'm sure there were a lot of times where I like sat there in angsty silence. But usually they talked about life. The fact is she admired him more than anyone. He was just my closest friend. Alice was getting ready to move to Boston for college when she remembers something weird happened. There had been a pinata in our house for someone's birthday party. And he was trying to talk about the pinata, but he kept saying pina, pina, pina colada. It's like, what is he talking about? Like, pina colada? Like, what? She didn't think much of it, but that sort of thing started happening more. And she was in her 20s when they finally learned why. Arpy had frontotemporal dementia, or FTD. His form of dementia mainly affected speech and some motor function. The doctor predicted that Arpy had five to ten years to live. And as time passed, he'd have more and more trouble speaking. In his head, he knew exactly what he wanted to say. And then actually getting the words out, that's where there was a disconnect. As his vocabulary shrank, Arpy would endlessly repeat the words he did have, using tone of voice to talk between the lines. Father and daughter would have whole phone conversations like this, and he called her 10 or 20 times a day. And honestly, sometimes it drove me crazy. Alice was trying to start a business selling handmade bags, and the person she'd always turned to for help couldn't give advice anymore. She struggled with that loss. Because I just wanted my dad, you know? I was 29 years old and, like, overwhelmed with life. By then, there were just two phrases left that her father could say. One was, proud to be your dad. And the other was, I love you. You know, I'd get voicemails sometimes that was just like, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, for, like, five minutes straight. That's what he could say at the end. It was around this time that Alice started dating Greg Ralich. He was struck by her intense closeness with her dad. Calling Alice and telling him that he loved her, I think that was the deepest thing in him. That's such a deep ravine that it persists. They'd been dating for six months when she got a phone call saying her dad had choked on some food and was on life support. Three days later, he died. It was November, and in the weeks that followed, Alice threw herself into her business. On Christmas, Greg surprised her when he handed her a mysterious envelope. I opened it, and inside there was a USB drive taped to the card, and then a little note that just said, Merry Christmas. Then like a little arrow. It just said all your dad's voicemails. Here's all your dad's voicemails. 
Greg had snuck onto her phone and saved every voicemail from her dad from the past year, dozens and dozens of them, with backups online and in a fireproof safe. I had never been given a gift like that. That sounds really intense, but it's like his dying words. Have you listened to the voicemails yet? No, I haven't. It felt too raw, too painful. But recently, it was finally time. Greg picked one of her dad's voicemails for her to listen to. I'm a little scared. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm a little scared. Okay. I don't know what my reaction's going to be. I love you. 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 Call me back. Call me back. Call me back. <laughs> okay. Bye, 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 bye. I, I haven't heard his voice in years. It's just pure love, you know? It's pure love. Alice has listened to only one voicemail so far, but she knows there are many to look forward to. Maybe if I get married someday, I can listen to one of these before I walk down the aisle. If I have a baby, you know, I can play one of these and know that his grandchild can hear his voice. For so long, Alice had to fear losing her dad's voice. Now it's the piece of him she knows she'll always have. Kind World lives at wbur.org slash kindworld, or in your podcast feed. I'd love to hear from you, so share your own story with me. Just email kindworld at wbur.org. Mm-hmm.